What what do you say? That the, was another example. What of do Alex. you use to clean the mic? Like Mr. Clean? <laughs> He's gonna be, dude, don't start out with the cheesy jokes, Alex. <laughs> Please, bro. The idea is to captivate people by articulate conversation. No, just, I'm interested because he says clean the audio. <laughs> you scrub it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you literally scrub it, right? I forgot what the actual word is. I just remember the process. Screening. Cleaning. Cleaning. Editing. Scrubbing. <laughs> Mopping. Do you have a name for your skateboard? This is my skateboard. All right, cool. Because I feel like a lot of people get... What do they call that? It's a word, anthropomorphization. It's complete. I know I butchered that, but... I think you just made it up. No, there is a word. You've <laughs> heard it. You've never really heard that? It's like when you give like life meaning to... Um, like human qualities to like an animal. Like that's why people resonate so much when like animals are abused. Oh, I think that word is crystal. Fucking guy, bro. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Alex, tell the story. Tell the joke first. Did I ever tell you about the one time, the really funny time I went to go do stand up comedy? No, you didn't. I did. I did stand up comedy. The funniest thing about it was that. <laughs> I did a comedy and everybody stood up and laughed. <laughs> you <an> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, definitely start off with the cheesy joke. Um, no, so for Obi, so you're 31 years old, bro, right? 31. Uh, 31. And um, not even close. I'm 28. <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> oh shit! Wait, what the fuck? I'm 31. My bad. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> did you say I'm so, 31? So Obi, you're 51 years old. Bro. <laughs> I thought you were joking, so I was just going with it. <laughs> assholes. Um, yeah, I'm 28. Do you, how often do you skate? Daily. Really? Yeah. Is it like a meditation thing for you? Like, what is it you love most about skating? What I love most? The feeling. Like when you're on the skateboard or when you nine tricks? When I'm rolling? When I'm, when I'm standing on the skateboard? When nice. I'm like, because sometimes I can just stand on the skateboard and just feel it. Like, just like. You go into flow state. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Remember I told you about that? Flow state. Flow state. You get into flow state. I think I'm in the walking flow state. Oh it's like what Alex and I were talking God. about. How do you deal day? with this guy all day? <laughs> I think I'm in walking flow state, he says. <laughs> I love Alex, bro. Anyways, um, flow state. Flow state, bro. Um, it's funny. The other day or two days ago, I watched this video on some guy that it was on Vice. You ever heard of Vice? Yeah. This guy. What did is like, that? Vice. Vice News. It's like this alternative media. Is it alternative media? I've never heard that phrase, but yeah, I would say exactly that. I think. Where did I hear that from? Alex Jones. They've hosted King of the Road from Thrasher Magazine for the past two years. Vice? Vice, yeah. Dude, Can Vice is fucking Alex dope. Jones no, I'm not doing Don't Please. ask me for that Wives. shit. No, like helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, Vice did this special, or they do tons of special, right? But there's this one skater, dude. He has dreads, really um, petite-looking guy, but he's been a pro skater for a while. And he was talking about why he went sober. Um, Neen Williams? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I heard he went sober because it's... It was ruining his life. I met him, like, last month. You did? Where? Talked to him. Uh, he came to El Paso because Zoomies threw the best foot forward yeah. skate contest at North, Northeast Regional Park. And then it was him and three other pros that came down just to, like... 
hang out. Hype out, yeah. Hype, out. <laughs> Hype up the sesh. And he just, was, so I sat down and I was just chilling. He came and sat down next to me, like, to eat and stuff. And he just started talking about his diet. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, he gave me good tips on, like, his strategy for, like, eating healthy at Whole Foods. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> what is his strategy? <laughs> to go every morning, basically, and create seven meals. And, like, he was telling me how he makes a, he makes the whole thing. He spends, like, less than $15 a day on food, and it's, like, seven meals. Wait, what? Less than $15 a day, and it's seven meals? Yeah, it's, like... At Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Right. He, uh, he goes to the little bar they have. He gets a rotisserie chicken that's, like, seven bucks, and then he gets, like, eight bucks worth of, like, rice or potatoes or, like, something else, you know? Yeah. Not exactly eight bucks, but, like, you know, Right, give or take, yeah. And then just spreads it out throughout the day. He eats, like relatively small portions yeah like but frequent size. meals well yeah. yeah there's a lot of um i could finish a chicken in one sitting you probably could rotis how do you say it rotis yeah um hey so, obi do you want to switch what i'll sit here i'll tell you sit here you don't like your mic? I do. I love my mic. He <laughs> love, I, I love it. I want to get really close so she can get on him. Aww, he wants to be next to Alani. <laughs> oh, we let him be next to Alani, bro. He just wants to be next to her. Do you miss her so much already? Like, you're like, I need to sit next to her. It's like a crystal moment. I <laughs> Took a while. Took a while. Come here. You want the phone, Dylan? Um. Try them on. It's cool because then you can listen. I guess we'll, we'll get them so we know we're close and we're sharing the mic. Yeah. <laughs> you could, so you could hear yourself. Yeah. I feel like Joe Rogan. <laughs> feel like Joe Rogan. <laughs> do they do make you feel like Joe Rogan? I always um, I always brag about that I have the same mics that Joe Rogan has. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you know this? Everybody. I fucking tell everybody, Rogan. bro. I, like, like, I have yeah. mics. Yeah. You know, and then he says the brand. <laughs> I'm all excited. Like, like a kid, like, huh? I've, I've never heard of those. Yeah, Joe Rogan uses those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, He's my like, God. You, you know Joe Rogan? <laughs> Ask everybody. I've like part of the worst questions I've asked is like, do you read, right? Or do you know what TED Talks? <laughs> I asked some. Yeah, I asked my cousin the other day. She's from California, and she loves to talk. So I have to be really careful with when I engage with her. I have a question for TED Talks. What does he ever, does TED ever listen? <laughs> oh my god, dude! I always wonder where he gets his jokes from because <laughs> he has a joke for everything. From from Flow State, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, it's a universal um, wealth of. It's my universal basic, right? It is. Is it? It's everybody's. Universal basic, right? What is Flow State, Alex? I think it's like this state where you find rhythm and you start rapping. They call it flowing. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's not just in rapping. It's in everything. It's like in skateboarding. It's in art. It's in talking. talking about rapping though. You're a rapper? Yeah. Give me a flow. Flow state. It's 
State your flow. State your flow. State my flow. You can't do it on the, on the spot. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Just Show Up, no? <laughs> we're asking Obi questions. All right, let's go back to Obi. Obi. Um, Wait, start, start the introduction over so you can introduce Eleni too. Okay, cool. Oh, we don't have to do it. You can just clean this up. All right, are you guys ready now? Now we're ready to start. The pocket's going to start now for those yeah. guys. Okay, so let's try to stay organized. I'm just kidding. Fuck, there's no such thing. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a late night session of the Higher Frequency Podcast. I'm sitting here with a beautiful young lady named Eleni, a handsome young man named Alex, and Mr. Obi-Wan Genobi. Um, Eleni, how are you today? I'm good. Just a little tired. So, Eleni, tell me a story that you've recently been thinking about. Random story or a topic or like anything. Um, Question, maybe? Doubts? No. I think uh, usually when I leave work, at least these, these past couple nights, I have the same thought, and that's how crazy it, it was, like, three years ago to now, and how the events that happened three years ago took me to where I am right now, and that's when I was just trying to find, you know, where what I wanted to do with my career, my life, and I remember that, um, you know, Looking back, I, I, the place I work at now, I used to be like, hey, it'd be fun to work there. And then I got in somehow, miraculously got in. And then almost basically like, you know, I was in one position and it didn't work out. It wasn't the first time that had ever happened to me. And, but they wanted to keep me in. I think I stayed, not just because I needed a job, but I, I, uh, I kind of wanted to prove everyone wrong and myself right that I belong there. And then, you know, it, it worked out because I, I, I enjoyed my new position. I met a lot of really cool people. And eventually it took me to, you know, fast forward this year where I, everything that I envisioned at that moment, thinking it'd be really fun to work there, and now I'm actually doing it. So it's, like, really crazy that when you put your mind to something and you do the work and you stay persistent and dedicated, like, you will get, to, you know, you'll accomplish your goals. Right, I think that's like a prime, like a prime example of um, a lot of the cliche sayings that you create your reality and all that, right? I think, but that's why a lot of those um, uh, metaphors or analogies are so true. Because even though they're cliche and cheesy, like they still apply. It's true. I mean, I literally envisioned it, and I did what I could to get there. And even though it took all this time, it it, it passed by so fast. And yeah. And it's crazy, just like I mean, me and Alex. I mean, he's brought it before. Like usually, what you that your mind to like you can do it almost definitely um all i do is show up all i do is show up the other day i was talking about how like who you are at this very moment right now is in the accumulation of all the decisions that you've made in your life like like in you know grand scale and on the small scale but ultimately um time is crazy how it goes so fast and then how if you're not paying attention it goes even faster um Alex, tell us a story. <laughs> well, Today's story time, bro. <laughs> was, uh, you mentioned decision-making, right? What did you say? <clears throat> that we are an accumulation. At this very moment, we're the accumulation of all the decisions we made in our lives. <clears throat> yeah, and the actually the other day when uh, Obi came to stop by, right, after you took off that night, um, the first time you, started, you tried floating, um, 
we were talking about willpower, right? Decision making. And mm-hmm. I was letting him know how you really don't have no decision making because the decisions are already made for you. And I can give you an example. If you're stuck on making a decision, you flip a flip a coin, right? You'll know what decision you want to make before the coin even gets a chance to hit the floor. So that's almost pre um, determined for you and in, in a I guess in a sense to where do you really have free will you know is there really a decision that you're making or has it already made been made for you I say yes we have free will but it doesn't mean like you can exercise your free will but it doesn't mean you're like doing what's best for you but you already if you already know a couple steps ahead what you're gonna do mm-hmm. given that situation even before the situation occurs you kind of already know what you would do and you would Given you have the free will to do it? I mean, or you think you have a choice. But I do not. But in what, like, I mean, in what context, though? Like, because, I mean, at any given moment, you have a decision to make. Uh-huh. Right? Like, you decide. Because even if you're wrong, is that what you're getting at? It gets tricky. Free will. Free will is, like, doing what you want to do what you think you should do based on all the like your own ideology i think another one too based on the program that you've been running right um terence mckenna has this this line that he says that reality is downloaded and uh, i never understood that and up in like to recently like i kind of have a much better idea of what it means like your reality is downloaded in the sense that you know whatever program you're running in your mind and as you're living, as you're going through life, whatever things are happening, whatever you perceive, whatever you're experiencing, it's all basically filtered by the program that you have. But to even downloading a program, it's already a program that's already made. It's already been chosen. You've already been chosen <coughs> for you. Yeah, you just... You know, I mean, well, as kids, that's what happens. Program. What's that? Sometimes, well, yeah, I agree with you. And then there comes, like, the time where we change the program. Yeah, for sure. Like, for example, think of, like... As a kid, you really don't have a choice as what program you've been, like, you get imprinted with. You know, think of being a kid and your mom, your parents are highly religious people that go to church twice a week. Well, up until you have the ability to not choose to do that, you know, you go to church, you do what they say because they're the parents or the guides. And ultimately, like, as a child, like, you don't know any better, right? That's why they say that. Yeah, and you're a product of your environment because of that. So... Um, that being said, you know, then you get up to an age where you start becoming aware of the program that's been installed. Like, wait, why am I going to church? I don't even like church or, you know, and this is just an example, but any program. And then at some point, like, yeah, I'm going to stop going. And then you stop going. And then, you know, that's like the rebellious stage. But see, you already had the decision made for you that you weren't going to like church. No. Well, at what po- well, I mean, at some point where you become consciously aware of who made it. If that's a thing, is it already made for you? By me? Like, yeah, like, the decisions that you're going to make in the I future just... now, <clears throat> and the ones you made before, they were already made for you. No. Wait, so... No way. There's no possible way, Alex. Wait, so... No, what were you going to say? Sorry. Well, just, like, I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. If that's true, like, your decisions have already... Or, like, essentially your... That's a destiny, right? That's what we Destiny has already been chosen for you, right? Right. But... I mean, how, how, what's the argument for that? Because 
any given moment right now, for example, you can choose to sit here and have this conversation, or you Wait, can very well choose to walk away and go do something else. So you're choosing. Destiny has been chosen. That's what I think he's arguing, right? That's what you're saying. Oh, I, I'm arguing like destiny. Like destiny? Yeah. What's that? Like, okay, so let me try to narrow it down in like simpler terms. So, <clears throat> uh, okay, so Bobby, I can give you a thousand dollars in cash, or a thousand dollars just um, transferred to your credit card. Mm-hmm. Right? How do you want that? Don't answer yet. Maybe. Maybe it's more convenient for you to have it in your credit card, right? Because you want to have the physical money there. Right. And you, it, you can save it. But maybe you actually want to hold it in cash. Right? Yeah. You like holding it. So it's like, okay, hold on. Let me think about it, how I want it. All right, well, flip a coin, Bobby. Get a coin, flip it. Okay, flipped. And then, you know, heads. Heads, I do credit card. Tails, I do cash. All right, so you flip it. Mm-hmm. The, the coin has not hit the floor yet. What do you want the, it to be? Cash. There you go. Like, it's, your, it's already made for you. But what happens if it's sales? Yeah, you're you're going to feel like remorse. Like, yeah, oh, you, it's regret. Hits. Yeah, you're going to feel regret, guilt for not following the path that you should have. Because, like, you'll flip it. It's in the air. And you're like, you'll even realize, like, hmm, I kind of hope it's heads. And then it lands in its tails and you're like, fuck, I wanted heads. So then you go with heads because fuck everything. Like, you don't have to follow those. Like, you made the rule. You're incorrect about the rule. You just act accordingly. But is that will? Is that free will? No, I'm saying... That's, that's, a, that's his saying. question. There's, there's no free will. That's his... That's Damn. His we went deep real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Eleni? Well, I say there's still free will. How so? Because I flipped the coin. I realized what I actually want. Let's say I go with the other one anyway. That's, that's exercising made, free will. You made your decision make it more complicated than what it should have. Yeah, and that's yeah. why it says, you know, like uh, it's philosophers, psychologists, and everybody tells you what's one of the first things that they tell you is trust yourself. Right, yeah. tuition. Why? Because you already know. But because I feel like it's more than just a yes or no question. Is it? Yeah, definitely. Do I wake up in the morning? Possibly. Yes or no? Who said you want to put sleep? my shoes on? You're not wearing shoes. Right, so I know. No, I do not put put shoes on. Do you? Do or I? How frequently? Do I eat breakfast? Possibly. Right? It's more than yes or no. I mean, you, you kind of, you, you do like the it middle. Depends. You're, you're it the, depends. You're doing the middle ground where you're avoiding the question or avoiding answer it. Well, yeah, I need. A, a yes or no. It's well, remember, zeros or ones. That's basically what it is. Zeros remember or ones. that. Remember that. That's what coding is. Zeros or ones. Which you is can only. Yes, the, no, yes, no, yes, no. I can only like say yes or no if I see it. I've never seen you eat breakfast in my life. No, I'm not asking if you would see me. I'm asking about you. We're talking about you. You're do I eat breakfast? No. Do you have a choice in the morning whether to eat breakfast or not, and you choose yes or no? Do I have a choice? I have a choice. But you, you, but that's what I'm saying. It's only two choices, right? Yes or no. Do I eat? Yes or no. Do I get dressed? Yes or no. Do I go to work? Yes or no. But even though before you ask those questions, do you I already eat? know what you're going to do. <clears throat> do I eat breakfast or do I eat? So, like, that's like duality, though. Like, because um, I was like, well, the variable that I'm getting at is creativity. How so? Because if I wake up at 3 in the afternoon and I eat, I'm going to call that breakfast. But see, at this point, you're complicating the question. So That's you what I'm saying. Like so you can manipulate it into a, re- a perspective that you can understand your ideal. Right? Mm-hmm. Where you don't want to believe 
Well, okay, okay. It's only breakfast because everyone has agreed that it's breakfast. I mean, call it breakfast, dinner, whatever you want to call Eat it. Eat food? Whatever, even food. You can call it night. Forget about eating food. It's about getting dressed or putting your shoes on okay. or, or getting up uh-huh. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is you have to do and you ask yourself, do I have to do this? Whatever X might be. What's your answer? Is either yes or no? So it's binary. It's basically it's it's binary. It's super binary. It's, yeah. Okay. It's mm-hmm. feminine and so masculine. Right? It's yin yeah. and yang. There's, yeah. Yeah, that's basically... Duality. Yeah. And then... So we have no free will because we know the answer is yes. Or, because you have to trust know. yourself. If you know yourself, you already know what you're going to do, <coughs> which is your destiny. So, Alex... We're making both decisions. You trust yourself. No, you know that the gut has more neurons than the brain? Yeah, I've heard that. That's crazy, right? And does the heart have more than the brain also? I'm not sure, but they've actually done studies where they can prove that you can actually be heartbroken. Like, there's these, like, small muscle fibers in your heart that when people experience traumatic, emotional traumatic experiences, uh, they've been able to... Um, they've been able to test and prove that, like, that their actual, like, muscle fibers... Like in the heart that have been damaged. All right, before we get into the bi- biological oh, and, and, and analogical and all that stuff, Bring it. let's talk, ask Eleni what she thinks about this. Eleni, what do you think about free will? <coughs> Wait, let's pose the question in a much better way, though, because it's too vague. Like, what do you mean free will? What is fucking free will, well, yeah, what, first what, of all, what, bro? Because this whole thing your, got me confused right now. What's your definition of free will? We can go around and ask you, right? And then we can hopefully develop an answer based well, on... Well, the first question we got to, like, get... We got to see who's on what side, like... No, okay, so... Do you believe there's free will? But, no, first you have to define it, right? Because we don't... Right, because why oh, are we, okay, like, okay, why okay. are we, yeah... So each what of us are going to give an, uh, a definition of okay, free will. Okay, go. Okay. Do you need time to think about it, Eleni? No, she's going to go last because she's thinking right okay. now. So go first, Alex. My definition of free will is non-existent because I don't believe free will exists. Okay, this guy. Look at this no. guy. Fucking guy, bro. <laughs> I don't. I don't look. believe. No, I don't say believe it. Wait, 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 say that again. I don't have addition. So that way. So then, how can you make the argument if you're arguing? I can make nothing? a counter argument of why can't does it. Hold on, but my thing okay. is wait, yeah, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Free will. Free will is the ability to make a decision that will benefit only you. That's my definition. There you go. Okay. okay. What do I? Oh, what go do ahead. Do? Go ahead, Obi. What's your definition of free will? My definition is just freedom of choice. Freedom okay. to choose. Yeah. I would say my definition of free will is the ability to choose. Yeah. I agree. I, I do agree with them as well. I think I was what I was thinking about right now was the op, like the opposite side. I guess you can call it the opposite side of the argument was is there a predetermined you know That is a much better way to pose what I think what you're trying to do. Is there a predetermined like what? uh like destiny, like what? What is? What is it? Um, serendipity. Not serendipity, but destiny. Or is that like uh, <laughs> actually refer to something? It's Preconceived. It's just like predetermined. Predetermined, destiny, basically. Right? Fate. Is Fate? that the word? Destiny happens after Lucian Yeah, probably. Like that's just a phrase know. that sounds like. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> remember that term they in our history classes, but basically, like, I. I'm trying to figure out if I do believe in that because sometimes I have thought about like we do it is predetermined like our future I guess our destiny and then there are choices that are presented in our life and then you have the will to choose which way you get there but eventually it'll lead you to that that at the end 
Okay. All right. Cool. Fair argument. But does that mean? See, like, I don't know. Then, if like in that context, I wouldn't agree that there is a such thing as destiny. Then. There isn't. I don't believe like that. There is like it's already chosen for you, or like no. I believe that your destiny is created by your own decision makings. So then you don't believe in the universe. By what got well ideology? Do you not believe in timing in the universe? Oh no! Yeah, I do. Totally do. Yeah, I do. So you know that this is something I don't believe. Like this saying that people say, everything happens for For a reason. reason, I don't like that. I always think. You like everything happens when it's supposed to happen because it's all about timing. Right. So you are in the place you're supposed to be in at this moment because that's where everything led you to be. Yeah. So it's predetermined. Yeah, it would support. But as far as a choice, like sometimes you'll have choices, and you'll make the choice that maybe wasn't the one that you should have made your intuition. You went against your intuition, but eventually it'll lead you back to where it just might take a have some detours and stuff. Even bad choices are great are good choices because they'll bring you back to yeah. essentially you where you're supposed to be at. So, wait, no, 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 but then no, because then it gets more complicated. Then what the fuck's the point of living? No, if okay. everything's already determined, like and you're gonna die no matter well, what. That's, that's where your anxiety comes. Dude, from. I've already. Oh, that's oh, where I knew no he was point. going that's through where, some <laughs> fucking. Oh my god. That's where suffering anxiety comes from. Here we go with the existential yeah, there's, bullshit. There's, there's really no, dude. I've already <laughs> accepted the fact that there's no point in living, so it's like I'm just yeah, because everything's already made for you. Until like, it's over. Yeah, like... Well, that's... that. The, so then it's okay to just... That's me free will. That is free will, because you're choosing to... Because I got a job as an engineer, and I was like, yeah, fuck that. But you already, you Dude, already I knew that, that you didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. That's powerful, man. I could have I stayed there forever. Like, that's what people expected me to do. Of course. Like, oh, you can't But quit. see, that's the whole thing about overcomplicating uh-huh. our lives as humans, that we create this whole process and... How to make the right decision. But wait, though. But it's not that we created trust, it. Yeah, no, it's we already been created it. for us. No, the, 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 we just participate in it. No, we you over, it over, you overcomplicate. Yeah. You stall. By maybe creating these paths to like diverge from the real decision that you already know that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You already love skateboarding. Yeah, that's, 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 why, that's why I'm making the argument that we have free will. Because I was like... But you didn't choose... I mean, it's almost like skateboarding chose you. Mm-hmm. You didn't choose it. Yeah, yeah, it chose me, and I'm not gonna say there are right decisions or wrong decisions, but let's say I continuously make the right decision. That that means. Oh, you continue to trust yourself. Well, I can. Okay, if I let's say I trust myself, and I flip the coin and I go against my gut, I would still be trusting myself going against my gut because I trust the fact that I'll end up in the right place, like Eleni was saying. Or you would stall. I mean, how many people during their deathbed regretting that they would have done? they exercise their free will incorrectly in my opinion or they stall they waste time in my opinion and because basically what you're doing is stalling but they chose because you thought you were going to have time to do it they at some point they have their freedom to right. choose they exercise their free will under my de- definition so the op- if you don't but then again it's like okay the free will okay so say the free will right? I've exercised that mm-hmm. stalling mm-hmm. that's your choice but that's extreme suffering extreme painful it is it is that's, those are the repercussions but it's still your choice but no, it's almost like a consequence of, okay, you're not going to do it this way? Well, here it is. Yeah. Right? It's like a bad consequence. You get punished. Yeah. You live with your punishment. People do it for years. Because it's the... But it's, not, it's, but it's not a good incentive. You know what I mean? I agree with you, but... Like, we can see Bobby that. Looks like, it's like a chosen few see that. Completely blown away. 
It's like an in DMT experience right now. It's like the world as I knew it. Alex Jones was right. <laughs> Dude, that's because that right, I'm going to let you guys talk for a little bit. It goes into the rabbit hole, bro. Yeah. It goes deep into the rabbit hole. And um, well, you, uh, have you ever heard of uh, Sam Harris? I've heard the name. Sam Harris is really, um, he wrote this book on on several things. One of them is on on free will. I haven't read it, but his argument was really compelling. He's been on Joe Rogan some, a couple of times, and, like, once he starts talking, dude, I get lost because that shit gets deep. deep. Like quantum physics deep. Do you know what quantum physics is? No, why don't you I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> like a measurement. Yes. It's a measurement. Quantum is, means measure, measurement. Oh, okay. Yeah. The super, physics? yeah, the measured physics, yeah. Measured physics. There's this, um, True. I don't know who, what, or how, but in quantums they've discovered that the it makes the same argument like that the psychedelic revolution made, the same argument that science makes, and it's basically that... Buddha is the same thing. Yeah, that there is no objective reality outside of itself. That what we, like, what reality is, is a construct... Uh, as a response of our nervous system. Okay, stick to that. Let's like you know hold that thought. We were talking about because I really want to talk about this that we were talking about the other day about God, right? Uh-uh. Well, what did you ask me, Obi? Where do you feel the presence? Oh, no. Yeah. Of God. Or what do you what do you think about God, or how do you feel? Or what where do you, do you feel the presence of God? Like uh, where? Do you feel where in the body? Like where physically do you feel it? Just like when you pay attention to I don't know what to call it your God force. Mm-hmm. What what or, location okay so let's just say from? for now what is god Oof. right what is god what is god and then from there we'll go to like because remember it's like the senses right that's you, you tr- you're trying to you're trying to humanize god because it's one of your senses which is feel so it's like the better question is what is god well, rather than what does god that's feel that's what we're like. limited to i mean we're only yeah, limited no, that's, to five senses oh, well, yeah that's okay, what like i said unless you smoke some dmt no that's what i said it's like very it's like very it's very human right which is not wrong to do. Like, I'm not saying it's wrong to do, but it's mm-hmm. just like a better question would be, what is God? And then from there, we can start breaking it down to what, what do you see? What do you think God looks like? Or what, is, what does God feel like? Do you guys feel a force that's not your physical body? Yes. Oh, yeah, because that's you did, you did uh, explain it exactly how you explained it to me about like hovering over you. What was that? Oh, I feel... Like, when I ask that question, where do I feel God, or where do you feel God, I feel him, like, kind of lifting me up, like, holding me up by the armpit. You know, like, when you when someone's, like, yeah. kind of knocked out, but, like, everyone's holding them from behind? Kind of like spotting me like someone spots a squatter that's maxing out. Like, kind of like floating. I can't say that much yet. All right. Need more research. But, like, just carries me through. See, that's why you get along with Toby. I mean, OVB, because that's all he says is, like, I need to do more research, and then I can answer that question. Nah. <laughs> that is, like, the most... Like, he won't speak out of his ass. Like, it's just, like, yeah. let, me, let me get educated on it first. Nice. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a good quality yeah, to have, Putting your bro. ego aside and saying, you know what, I'm... I don't know enough ignorant. to speak on it. Yeah, I'm ignorant. I'm stupid. Let me, let me get a little bit... Yeah, and I think Alex appreciates that yeah. because Alex knows everything about everything. So... <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know who you sound a lot like? Who? Crystal. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I do, bro. Remember? I what, fucking what do. Did, what did you tell me his wife, right? He's uh, just like, what, are you guys going to go get phil- 
philosoph- philosophical. Yeah, you know, yeah, talk yeah. about like the pony boys. What does he say? What do we talk about? About why we're here? Yeah, who's here? And then why? Isn't it crazy? Like that we're just all alive and we're breathing, and then like we and, don't and even then, then I and, and then I tell Bobby, I was like, okay, this girl, she's a medical field. She's gonna be a star doctor, right? <laughs> I was like, the reason why that career started or that you know uh, study, right? Oh, all yeah. that ology started was because uh, of philosophy. It's like, why are we here? And then from there, you start developing, yeah, like, so, what are we? So, dude, my what partner has of? this thing where she loves to just, like, um, chastise. <laughs> and, like, that's how we got along because when, since when we first met, like, that's what we would do, just talk shit to each other. Oh, but the crazy thing is when we had that date at Starbucks, remember that I was talking to her and oh, I was yeah, a little bit right. philosophical with her and stuff like that? She was listening. Like, she yeah. was lit up like a puppy with her ears out. And everything that I said, she took to heart and everything. She um so she does a lot of this thing where she talks shit, right? So she calls um she calls me like what I do is like um staring into the fridge moments. Cause she says like that I'd like waste a lot of time thinking and pacing around the house and like just like to sit there or like just walk around and look into the fridge and just like philosophize on life and so she'll be yeah, like, I go, we need to go buy groceries. And she's like, she'll, she'll ask me, like, look what we need in the fridge. And then like, I come there and I'm like looking at it. And it is true, bro, because I'm looking at what we need for the fridge. I'm like, dude, I'm like, we eat a lot of garbage. I'm like, so why do we eat garbage? I'm like, and then I started going into like how we're addicted to sugar. And then she's like, dude, just give me the list of groceries. Like, fuck your philosophy. But that's a very, that's, <laughs> a, true, that's a very American way to thinking, though. It's just like, just give me the fast fix. Yeah, uh, it's a Western yeah. world yeah, thinking for sure. Yeah, it's a really Western world. You go to it's like you Eastern. Help with your diet? Uh, sometimes like I do. Like actually, it always yeah. already. He's like, hey. I love always because <laughs> right <laughs> away, right away, he's like, I hurt, I hurt. Does that mean you need help? Because they can help you. Dude, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. He's trying to that whole food diet that seven meals out of $15. No, but he, he's trying to, like, genuinely help you. That's a fucking weird nah. thing. It's like, oh, I hear oh, that. I hear that. Oh, he heard out of the conversations that you have too much sugar in there. He's like, I know how I, know how I can I fix Fuck that. Fuck yeah, I need somebody to help me with See, that. See, I put energy into that. Like, really? Like, a couple months ago, I made, like, a dietary plan that I don't even follow. So are you like right now? Like, do you eat pretty clean or? Nah, everything shit. So look, that's another thing too, but right? See, we a, all know like that's that. a problem. Even physicians have with prescribing medications. We know that you prescribe medication, people are not going to take them. Yeah. But if you prescribe medications to your dog, they know that you're definitely going to give your dog that medication. That's the funny part. That, Bro, that is a funny part. fucking vets are expensive. <laughs> Veterinarians are like make a killing, bro, because Probably. they know you're going to pay for your fucking dog. Yeah, that's like. Not to get off topic, but you know what that reminded me of? It's like anti-vaxxers. Like, they won't vaccinate their kids. They'll vaccinate their dogs. Yeah, right. Or the people that talk shit about, uh, like, using drugs. Like, oh, my God, you do LSD and then they're smoking a cigarette or drinking a beer. Like, why would you do drugs? That's crazy. No, I kind of do that. They do doctor's medicine. Yeah. That's a lot. They do over-the-counter shit. That's a lot worse for you. That's the LSD, mushrooms... Any psychedelic, there's absolutely no trace of harm to your liver, kidneys, pancreas, or anything like that. There's no LD50 on any of them. Dude, you... LD50 is, like, the number, depending on the... the um, every drug is different, but what they do is, out of, let's just say, like, out of 10 people, um, how much of this drug would it take to kill off 50% of that, of 10 people? So whatever that dose is, that's what the LD50 is of that drug so for example like people? out of that yeah to kill off 50 percent of the population at test so like let's say like in sodium mm. 
the Audi 50 of sodium, I think it's like an ounce or something like that, which means that if 10 people so. consume an ounce, <laughs> then five people are going to die from it. So the Audi 50 is that. So the Audi 50 for any psychedelics is like non-existent because you basically can't die from it. <clears throat> I think uh, Audi 50 on like Tylenol, I think it's like 8 grams. I, I, did I heard this really cool joke? It's like uh, a very nihilistic joke on Tylenol, you which would. is super funny. <laughs> I go. It's this guy who was manic, right? He was extremely manic, and he was depressed and everything, and he goes to see a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and he finally opens up and is very honest with her and tells her, yeah, you know, I actually tried killing myself. I took 60 Tylenol. And then she was like, you know, how do you feel now? Well, ever since, I haven't had a headache. These nihilistic guys, dark humor. I love dark dark humor. humor. But anyways, back to the thing where because I think this is very important to talk about. Okay, please. Is the uh, what is God? Okay, so let's. What is God? Oh, I was saying it's that force that we all feel that we don't really understand. Okay. Um. Damn. I hate to, but I'm gonna say ditto, but that's pretty much. I have to have my own definition, though. What is God? An energy Audi? frequency. It is... I would say a frequency. If you were, if it you is were an like untangible, unseeable force. Like, whether it's frequencies, yeah. energy, whatever. There's something there that moves through all life. The thing. That's God. I mean, yeah. that's I, like a life force almost. Melanie, what's God? I think it's just a omnipresent, just presence. <laughs> presence. He's everywhere. I think. Well, I don't know. We're gonna talk about where I think he or she or the this is. But for me, I feel like I I feel it more when I'm outside and literally I look up yeah. at the sky in amazement and like, amazement. you know, just. God is there. Like yeah, it's there, and maybe in nature you feel. And I think that's what it is, and I think that's why people love nature. And when they're out, like staring at the ocean, or right. at the top of a mountain, or yeah. wherever they are, just looking up at the sky and like, whoa! Like they're so amazed because it's like how small we are. Yeah. And, and he's everywhere. And that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up about nature because it's true. Like when people think of vacations or like getting away from work or whatever, what do they think of? A beach, mm-hmm. right? Water and sand and sun. It's like all the most, like the mm-hmm. essentials of nature. The God bodies. Also, they take those breaks to get away from their incorrect use of free will. I'm just going to throw that This is why I wanted to bring it up because I think it's worth speaking. Nobody speaks about it. And I think it's super important. It makes you think, right? And now every day you're going to go throughout for at least for a week thinking about free will. Free will. And you're going well, you to start to think about it like and, this. And I hope and I really hope that you start trusting yourself, knowing that you some some sort you have enough life experience and enough. Like we talk about the nature that's I think the reason why we love looking at nature is because it's a reminder that it's perfect, which reminds us that we're already perfect. Right. right. So um, we as perfection does perfection moves forward. Right in a perfect way um, and it can do no bad and I think if you trust yourself you can move forward like that and do no bad whatever it is whatever that means to you how do you trust yourself 
And see, that's a different conversation. But before before we get there, yeah, yeah, about, yeah, 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 about, yeah, I want to talk gotta, about God. We gotta take notes, bro, because we're gonna get. We got so <laughs> many questions <laughs> here. That no, that's important. That's yeah, super it is, important. I know. <laughs> no, I feel like like from this whole thing, we can cut it down into clips. Yeah, yeah, we definitely can, bro. <laughs> or organize it more better too. Ellen, what were you gonna say? Oh no, going back to what I was saying about nature. I mean, I'm sure we've all felt that way, where like. You're staring at, like you said, you're on the top of a mountain or looking out in the ocean, and and you feel so, it's just so peaceful, and you're like, you just never felt so peaceful before. Yeah. And that's what it is. I think it's just the peace. And like, yeah. When you feel that. And everything's settled. Yeah, everything's just so peaceful. It's just. It's you don't think it's like the whole realization that maybe that's perfect, peaceful is perfect, and you're uh-huh. perfect? Kind that of moment of serenity. That's just like it's like when you, yeah like the moment I of am. connecting with nature it's like I, it's you realize perfect, everything so I am is perfect because yeah. if you think about it when you come into this material world it's nothing but insecurities right, right. Like it's a constant reminder of what you're not yeah. look at women for example women have extremely bad yeah right makeup that's why I said hair, it's hard to be women bro yeah well. hair plastic surgery well. you know well all this bro. stuff Fuck that. no they consumerism is trying to give you the choice yeah, it's free will based on it's, the download yeah it's just like oh, what yeah. choice do you want to spend more money on that's the choice that's your free will right now or here which one is it am I too ugly or am I too fat but if you're too ugly you can you do have a choice and you can go see a plastic surgeon mm-hmm. mm. you know so they create these choices for you as to say you have free will but I mean first of all they manipulate you to think that you're the problem and the manipulators think that you are the problem and you need the solution. When, but wait, on, on next to that, you have five other companies competing for that solution. Mm-hmm. So it's whichever one you feel. Everyone's coming from a different angle. Yeah. About why you're. But ultimately, it's all because you believe you're imperfect. Unless Not you because you really have a choice. And then at the end of the day, it's about the bottom dollar, about yeah. selling and consuming. So that's why you're against. So are you going to spend money, yes or no? Probably. You have to if you're in a capitalistic system. If you don't trust yourself, you are. Explain, please. Oh, yeah, 100%. If yeah. you don't trust yourself, what do you mean? So, for example, it's like the equivalent of, like, um, let's use the example of a, of a woman that most women feel like they're overweight or they're fat or they're ugly. So they conditioned women to feel that way ever since, like, you're a teenager, right? So you start looking at, as a teenager, like, what do you grow up? thinking about like makeup and hair products and all these things because already you're being told and taught that you're imperfect like you're not perfect so therefore you need these things to make you better so when you look at nature and you realize nature is perfect and you connect with nature but you you have to have an understanding to but you know that's that's a whole thing that blows my mind because it's like a phenomenal right that it's how do we just connect with nature just naturally because it's just like you look it's like when you drive home and you look at the pretty beautiful sky and you're at peace or like it's so beautiful, it's so perfect. But nobody, sometimes it's almost Are you like saying, "How do we connect?" No, it's just I'm just saying, like implying that how the force that we use to connect with nature is God. Yeah, I mean it's God, right? It's 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 One perfection. It's peaceful. So, well, Dude, yeah. So like it's crazy, man, because um, the same reason we connect with animals, right? We don't talk. We these creatures don't understand us we don't understand no, them but, but we do but we do understand yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we really do understand them nonverbal. the language is just different from between you yeah. and I it's like the equivalent of like listening to orcas communicating in the ocean or dolphins like you know they're communicating but we don't have the receptors to understand and this is where you can back your theory that or like we don't have access to those think about like if you can hear orcas you know communicating with sounds and watching them 
and they have and they use zone uh, sonar almost um, quality types to communicate. Like you can't see it, but you can hear it, you can't but see it. But imagine all the things that like already in like other dimensions that we can't see or feel. But those are adapting mechanisms, I think, for them. You know, where it's like Darwinism. If you want to do Darwinism, that's adapting mechanisms that you're gonna need. You're gonna need to communicate somehow in order to survive, right? So your your group can survive. Yeah. So you're gonna develop language. You're gonna develop sonar, like you know. Uh, Bro, but, like, I mean, even with the argument of Darwinism, like, it's, I don't know, man, I feel like life itself, like, literally, like, animals, human beings, like, it's too perfect to just be, But like, that's, that's the argument that I always tell you, right, that nature improvises. Yeah. And it's, it, they improvise so perfect. It's, like, it's like, almost too perfect. It's too perfect. Like, if you put a concrete over, over uh, grass, the grass is going to improvise and work in its way through the concrete. Like... Because if it's improvising, that means it's exercising free will. Or, I mean, and, or, and adapting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we have free will because creativity. Like, that's nature using creativity. Adaptation is creativity. <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to think about that one a little bit. Huh. And then I can, I can argue that. But you give me a second. But that's a really good argument, but I'm going to have to think about that. But I want to go back to the, talking about God, right? And then you said, pretty much all you guys said about an energy, you know, unseeable force and right. something. And my argument is that God is nothing. Okay. Not in an atheist way, not in like a, um, you know, mm. pessimistic or existential or anything like that. Any way, not labeled, just nothing. I agree. So when you have nothing, think about a book with pages that are completely blank. Right? Mm. Like create this image of a book. What are the possibilities of the different stories or different pictures or whatever that you can do in that book as long as it stays blank? There are no possibilities. And there but are your imagination is a limitation. But it's endless, right? It's everything. Right. It could, that book could be everything. But then again, it's a nothing. The paradox, right? Yeah. So I think about what God is. God is nothing because at that point you're giving him that up possibility to be everything right but yeah that's potential yeah and and see that's what the god thing to do is you have potential all you need is the human behavior of discipline and that's where it meets potential and discipline meet and you'll find your purpose mm. dude that is a very valid argument okay so so that all right so so then God is everything. What's everything? And you it goes back. Nothing. nothing, right? Nothing, opportunity gives to everything. And then, okay, so now we talk about Aristotle. I'll go to Aristotle. He said the most divine thing to do is to think. We are humans. We're made out of the most divine, and we think. And what does God, who is all divine, what does he do? Thinks about thinking. Thinks about thinking. So when you think you think of a different perspective, right? That's what you're trying to think, a different point of view. But if God thinks about thinking, then he thinks of points of views, of um, more points of views, so all points of views, right? So at that point, he's everything. But then again, he's nothing. Right? And then that's where it gets very, very complex and really hard. And that's how you know we're human, right? Because we don't understand it. In Taoism, right? 80% of everything is nothing. Yeah, physics, right? Dark matter. Dark matter. I mean, you're not really sitting right now. 
See, bro, that's the shit. That's where it starts getting real. <laughs> like, what do you mean I'm not seeing on like these are atoms that are, these are everything that's bouncing off of each other. Yeah. yeah. See, but like, but it's still like here. Like, it's like you no, know, like this is not just it's atoms. Because, like the like the frequency that the atoms are like vibrating. That's what they. That's like, that's what a group of atoms looks like. Like the. I don't know what the actual atoms are, like, based on the periodic table, but when you combine those atoms in a certain way, that's the end result. That's, a, I'd see that, I can't, I cannot wrap my mind around shit like that, bro. Yeah, and, and it's, 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 like it's, it's a little complex. I mean, I understand the concept, but just, like, the fact that... They're so tiny. Yeah, but, like, it just seems like there's nothing, like, this just okay, seems like think, a whole... Think, think about like atoms, like, pixels. Right, right on your on your screen. Oh, In order so to create the picture, the image, how many yeah. pixels does that need? Millions and millions and millions of pixels of colors that are just green, blue, and red. Well, a look, yeah. I don't know much about quantum physics, but I do know this: is that with that using that same example of pixels and images, um, they basically came to the uh, quantum theory and physics came into the conclusion that. You, when you observe the pixels, they behave in a different way than they when you're believe, not observing they behave them. Behave according to your perspective. Yeah. yeah, bro. What the fuck does that mean, bro? <laughs> that means we create it. But like, so like, but we you can't study. Like in other words, you can't even study atoms because the moment, the minute that you start, the second that you start to study them, they're already behaving differently because but you're studying them. You know how like how. See that, that whole theory is so old even before the study of technology because you have artists that would do paintings of pixels and Salvatore Dali for example he did a painting of a pixel if you stood far enough you can see Abraham Lincoln's face but if you stand really really close uh. it's his wife's back right so it within then they're playing with perception of pixels mm. yeah which is very interesting but anyways back to the back to the thing about god is uh, uh thinking upon thinking and you want to go into uh science off of that is when we always talk about this bobby is intelligence studies intelligence mm -hmm. so that's when i and i don't know what you think about this obi but i have i had an argument about um how intelligence itself is an own living organism because organisms reproduce and intelligence reproduces itself, right? As long as it's mating with itself, we call it, you know, it's almost like it mental masturbation or, yeah. or uh, you know, mind fucking because you yeah, do, like, that is. Like when we go like just searching for. Like right now, right? Like right now we're. Looking uh, up shit that has no relevance whatsoever. Yeah. Like yeah, so I'm, I'm so convinced that intelligence itself, it's its own. Entity? And, no, organism. Organism? Yeah. Why organism? Because. Why not? Because organisms reproduce, and that's just to keep it at a human humanistic level. That could be possible to research. It could be a lot more, right? I'm not. I'm not dismissing anything else. It could other. It could be God. It could be. And God can be the definition of intelligence, right? Wait, why is it not? Why is it not energy? Or are you saying you use energy? I mean, if you look at the chemist way, you you use ATP, right, to burn ATP energy to to think. You burn calories when you think. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, you use energy, but it's not energy because you use it. You you have to be running energy in order to think. I guess, like, I think you're probably like you're saying that 
intelligence organizes itself. It needs to organize itself in order to reproduce. But it can also reproduce the wrong way. Right, but that I mean that's why it's an organism instead of just energy. Yeah, because. Um, it's the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, how many how many times do you have people that are influenced into doing bad things, or that's not very really healthy things? Addiction, it's a form of intelligence. I think addictions is extremely smart. It outsmarts all of us all Fuck the time. Fuck yeah, dude! Addiction is a motherfucker. Yeah, and because we are addictive animals, we addict to everything. Dude, we even addict to love. I was telling you this yesterday, remember, Obi? I said, we addict to to even to love, bro. And we we glorify it our, as our most noble outpouring of, you know, genuine sentiment between two lovers. But the minute that you take that away, it's like withdrawing from, from heroin or from any drug, right? Think of a bad breakup. Can't, no appetite. You don't want to do shit. Dude, my brother right now, he's going through a really bad breakup. And, like, he started crying today just randomly. And I was like, whoa, caught off guard by it. But it's, it was interesting to see somebody who's, like, so heartbroken because it's like, I could have sworn this guy, dude, like, bad, bro. Like, I just, really? dude, <laughs> my girl just asked him, like, oh, how are you and your, or, you know, your girlfriend doing? And just, boom. We're like, oh, shit. You know what, you know what bothers me about people like that? What? Is that. They they're around heartbroken pe- people. No, people are just like your brother right now. Oh, shit. Take, it took his crystals asking him. What I think about when you tell me that is how long did this guy go around carrying it before oh, anybody God. asks how oh. you're doing? But what do you hate about that? That people are so caught up in your own personal, your own shit. yeah, then your own shit. Asked. That no, it, yeah, you should yeah. ask is that this bad? guy. I don't think it it's is bad. I think it just is. I think it's. I mean, because it's like some people. They don't have that capability because their awareness isn't, like, there yet. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Well, it takes some... I mean, it definitely takes... Um, one, it you takes have five to be minutes, in tune with yourself. But it takes five minutes even just to ask it someone. It does, it does, but... Like, hey, you know, like, how are you today? Is a lot. Yeah. To ask for people not nowadays? For, like, I'm not speaking for myself. I'm just generalizing yeah. based on, like, zero. Not research. only that, though, but, I mean, a lot of people don't... They have their own shit to think about. So the yeah. idea of even trying to entertain somebody else's like shit... Yeah, which is what amazes me about therapists. It's like, dude, like, as a therapist or anybody, like, in mental health, your job is to basically listen to people that have a lot of issues, a lot of problems, and you're trying to help them. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's like all those problems somehow become yours, too, because you're internalizing them, you're processing them. And then you're like, well, how can I? Because think about it, like as a therapist, what do you do? It's like, well, how can you do this different? You try to teach people coping mechanisms. You try to give them the tools, the understanding, right? All these things change their reality tunnel, um, imprint them with different programs, help them understand that there's different programs, how to download different programs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But ultimately, um, you know, it's a very, um, well, obviously, very draining thing to do. But I don't know why I went off on that rant. Um, it, people don't really. People oh, don't really care about people don't. Yeah, but there are people that are genuinely like interested in always helping people. Yeah, it's okay. So I have an argument. So today, when I went to work, um, there's this guy I work with. His name is George, and he wants to be an MD. Big right? shout out, George. Do it up. He wants to do an MD. He's a really brilliant guy, and I hope he does follow. He doesn't stay stuck in retail. But anyway, so, yeah, so he's, he wants to be an MD, and we were there talking, you know, this is my last week, and people are asking me, well, what are you going to do now, right? 
there and I'm like, well, you're gonna exercise your free will. Well, well, <laughs> well, well their question for me, their question is to me is like, how am I gonna capitalize now? Yeah. Right. And we talk about there's more than one way to make money. Yes, sir. Right. But that's all they know. That's all their reality is. Right. Work. Right. Clock in. Dumb. Somebody else pays me. Clock out. That way I don't have to do any thinking. I don't Bro. have to do anything else. Yeah. I do what they tell me to do, and it's an easy paycheck. Right. That's their way of thinking. But anyways, that's beyond the point. So he he we were talking, and they're asking me what are you gonna do now. I'm like, well, I'm gonna focus 100% in school. Right. I've been working for the past um, eight nine years. And it has gotten me nowhere, you know? So it's like, I think it's time that I invest. Wait, so when you get somewhere, what is that? No, I mean, as far as, and this is probably like the material self. It's like I haven't, I haven't had the, st- the status quo or I haven't gone into the position that I want to be in. I haven't moved up the ladder, you know? And, and I'm talking the material self. I'm not talking about like uh, philosophical or psychology-wise or anything like that, at least not yet, right? Um, so... I'm explaining to him them how working for this amount of years and becoming even really good at what I'm doing, I can't get anywhere. I'm stuck until somebody leaves the job, which no one's going to do because these people aren't college educated. Why would they live their high-paying job that required them not, not to do more than what they minimum work, right? So, um, so I told them, and they were like, what are you going to do again? And I was just like, I'm doing clinical psychology and hopefully going into psychiatry. Hopefully? Why hopefully? Um, oh, I am. All right, let's... Thank you. Thank you yeah, for that, Obi. <laughs> thank you, Obi. I mean... See, that's why I love you, man. Like, damn, uh, keep them in check, yeah. bro. Keep this one in check. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. And then <laughs> You're was, giving up on me already, Bobby? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so they're talking about like, oh, so you're not going to be a real doctor, right? Ouch. <laughs> And I'm just like, and then I'm from a retail guy. Yeah, and and then I was just like, that's so funny. Like I thought it was really funny. I was like, that's That's like that. I was like, yeah, you can say that, but it's pretty funny because you, everybody here believes in anything physical. It has to physiological. I was like, and I told him, gave an example. I was like, it's really easy. Somebody comes in with a broken arm, and you can see it's broken. Mm -hmm. Here's a cast. Here's this medication. Take it. You'll be better. You go to somebody who's mentally ill and look extremely normal, you have to diagnose this without seeing any physical changes or physiological changes, just based on energy, uh, personality, um, analogy. Actually, what was that one? Uh, analyzing, right? Oh. Analogy. And spending a lot of quality time with this person to know, ex- paying really attention, like, you're, basically what you're doing when you, when you, when you see a customer, like, a patient, it's like an hour therapy, is basically I'm reading, like, a 500-page book within that hour and making a research paper right after, right? So you're going to make this argument There's of why it is where you're at without seeing any physiological, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes you have cut wrists and those distress here and there, but other than though, like, some people are extreme. You've seen them, right? Where they're extremely normal. Oh, yeah. And I don't know where they flip, right? It's just like, dude, oh, yeah. that he was normal. How, what do you mean he went and shut up the whole school? Yeah. Oh, right? wait, wait. I'm trying to, like, comprehend this. So, like, for psych- saying, like, the for psychologists, yeah, oh, psychologists and therapists, for in order for you to diagnose something, it's not invisible for the most part. So it's like going into like thinking physically? about thinking. Like it's yeah, abstract. You, yeah, you, yeah, it's abstract. You think about thinking to th- it's think. It's like trying to do surgery on in the air. 
Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's nothing to really grab, to really go off of. Well, I feel like theirs is, like... You're saying, like, there's nothing physical? In well, mental health? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's really... That's where it becomes an art more than actual, like, a science. Uh, you know, psychology. Where it's just, like, timing. Um, you know, um, the diagnos- diag- diagnosing, you have to do it in a very creative way. Wait, what about... Uh, the interventions, you have to be... Like listening. No, no, that's one, like, that's one tool, but what you're saying is, like, overall, the study of, like, psychology, mental Mm -hmm. health, like, overall, like, it's not as easy as practicing medicine, like, it would be, like, as a uh, cardiologist. That you can actually see the heart in front of you. Or so. Because we can't see the brain, we can't see your thoughts, we can't see your traumas or anything. Yeah. But how can we pinpoint everything that... But even that phrase I just used, like, I understood... Which, where you're coming from, I said, now I see it. Oh, okay. So it's like, I see it with my, like, not my physical eyes, my mental eyes. Or whatever, you know, like. Yeah. Okay, and then see, see, like, the whole sea and all that. The sea? Yeah. What do you mean, see the sea? Like, you seeing, like, seeing, but not really seeing, like, I see. Yeah, I see. It's like a figure of speech, right? Right. Because we're trying to humanize these ideas his connections, uh, his connections, bring oh, them back to human, to our limited, to a limited sense. So that's also the question: Do we limit ourselves to that? Yeah. By language. Yes. Right. Because animals and all that, they don't use language, and it makes it they draws do a use question. Language. It's just a different version of language. Yeah. But well, it, like, okay, is there a diff- Are you like? Communication and language, are they the same thing? Are we like? Is that? I would say we're... language is the use of cadence of tone of well communication there's so many different forms uh mm-hmm. there's forms of communicating yeah that's and language that's linguistic though going into language like, is us what we're doing right now speaking like to each words. other that's language, language yeah. words okay. yeah, that's so i feel like words are so limited and because of words and the creation of a language and what we have controlled ourselves to talk and to, we it limits us to go beyond yeah, dude, and like because Wait, it's like. I have a question. Yeah. And I like how Obi raises his hand. I like, go ahead, Obi. No, because <laughs> now we're super dude, attentive, this is, bro. This is the guy, most respectful person I've ever met. Dude, like, dude, yeah, I, 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 I like. <laughs> yeah, Obi. If I was his dad, I'd be extremely proud. Of oh, that's amazing, bro. So go I ahead, like, Obi. Uh, apologize. Because you say limit. But why is it not that, like, we just know where our marker is at that moment? Or should there even be a marker? Well, like, why let's say... Why like would be a marker? The, the example I'm giving... Yeah. Well, like, the, the example I'm giving is, like, my muscles are strong enough to bench, let's say, 275. So that's my marker right now. No, you're setting that marker already. No, like, they failed. Like, that's where I failed. But then you have that mind over matter. You think so? Yeah, you definitely have that. How many times do you feel like you push? I mean, okay, say you right you go to the gym, you can only push 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. So there's a car in front of you, and your life depended on it. You see right, it all the time. Right, because there's adrenaline, there's a bunch adrenaline, of chemical reactions. So reaction in reality... Like you're, but then you're in like a higher emotional state. But you're not like, thinking but in even a that, humanistic like, way. You're not thinking human. You're more connected to... You're more connected to uh, nature because you're survival mode. You're thinking, and you're survival mode, you're thinking like a bear would... Or Giselle right, running right, life. Right. In situations like that, we have, we still have fight or flight. I mean, it's yeah. 
But language, I feel language limits that because this complexities, right? Or maybe they're a lot simpler than what we make them out to be. But we complicate it so yeah. much with language. Well, dude, even like, I mean, but it is... Even just to say that we see or we feel or we, you know, we taste, that's even complicated because even if you say, I taste this, but well, how does it taste? Yeah. And then you have to come up with like this whole explanation of tastes. And if I don't know what you're speaking about, then I don't know. I can't trust you, right? Right, because my definition of some of the words that you said are very, are depending on what my experience has been in life exactly and ideology and culture and all the other bullshit that comes in one thing i used to say was god is the difference between us or 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 god is a connection between us and that's a tattoo right there bro or a (laughs) t-shirt Say that again, Bobby, Obi? and there's always t shirts. That should be a, that is a, should be a t-shirt. <laughs> That's Bobby all the time. Woo! <laughs> should be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he calls me at eight in the morning. He's like, yo, 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 bro. Guess what happened today, Rudy? He did this, but dude, I I stayed composed, and I saw him, and you know what? Life hit me. Oh, shit. I, I saw life in Rudy. And I told Rudy, bro, life. And Rudy listened. And Ru- Rudy transformed into this entity that was life. Damn. And then I told Crystal. And Crystal was like, stop, pony boy. <laughs> and, then, and then I was just like, Crystal, you're alive too. Look at Marley. And she was like, yeah, dude. So I, uh, Crystal and I are good now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wow, wow, bro. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah guys, wow. <laughs> I love Bobby. I don't even know how to dude, feel about myself. It, no, no, it, I, no, and, and see that I'm not, I'm not bashing dude, because I, I, I really appreciate that because <laughs> I wake up every morning with really, really bad anxiety and really, really bad nihilism, and knowing that Eleanor. She always like oh, she's always in a really happy mood in the mornings and stuff, and it makes me feel dude. comfortable. Bobby calls me; he's always super optimistic. It's like, dude, it, and it, it, that that meme I showed you today that I sent you, bro. Like, this is you. Like, do you lift? Do you even lift, bro? Do I even lift, bro? Yeah, bro, I fucking lift. I lift your spirit, bro. How are you, bro? Come on, let's do it, bro. <laughs> That's Bobby. That's Bobby. That's Bobby every morning. And I and I never knew how much I needed that until I met Bobby. Because I was just like, fuck yeah, bro. Like, I'm going to go lift too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know my free will Let, has Let's been do steroids so we can right. lift so many people, bro. Because if I can do that for another human being, I think I've done a good job in this earth. You're, you're, Thanks, bro. Appreciate that, man. And that's why I, I have your back no matter what. And Obi, too. Obi has his set of... When I see Obi, he has his, his entity of values. I see him values. And, uh-huh. yeah. I remember when I invited you to the New Year's party with Mike. Because he, he knew Mike. Oh, right. I remember. And it was a New Year's party. Mind you, uh, Obi does not drink. You oh, know, nice. he's very respectful. And he there shows up with a case of water. Oh, he takes man. water, bro. <laughs> when nobody goes, nobody could just everybody just goes there to drink, get drunk, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody shows up with anything yeah, because you 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 assume you went to a party, everything's gonna be provided for you. Yeah. But he shows up with a case of water, and I'm like, bro, like this guy's fucking amazing. He's like, well, that's like, yeah. And then Dude, he shows up. Totally he shows up yesterday to do his first flow. What does he bring you? A vase. A vase. I told bro. Crystal about that, bro. Bro, but you know what's crazy? Honestly, think of this. But that timing. comes from you too. Dude, timing. 
the day before, I was lit, uh, at my house filling up um, a water bottle, and remember, and I had just taken flowers home, and we couldn't find a vase to put the flowers in. So I said, I need to buy another vase because usually I'd bring um, my partner flowers like once or twice a week. Um, or whenever I fuck up, which is once or twice a week. <laughs> so anyways, uh, this time I made an observation that I needed a vase. And I said, I'm like, I need to get a vase like today or tomorrow. Well, then that, you know, got distracted, went about the day. And the next day I'm here and the, this guy as a gift, him and his girlfriend bring me a vase or his girlfriend thought of it. But think of that, bro, like how the universe, um, how the universe just uh, works in that way. I thought that was really cool. I'm telling you, man. Like, I've never had I've never had friends like that. Um, I've always had, I guess, very selfish or monetary friends. Well, I think most people have those friends, bro, yeah. because that's what most people are. I think it's honestly, uh, it's definitely an anomaly when you um, are able to have friends that you have like intelligent conversations with, friends that actually. Um, are observant enough to like know who you are, what you are, and if you don't seem right, are not scared to say like you look off, like what's up. Yeah, and that's the one thing that I appreciate about Bobby is there's been times when, like, like he like he was helping me out here to help him out with the spa, and yeah, he needed the help, and you know he needed the service that I would provide, but I also I needed him as much, because I was very miserable in this work that I was. I was unappreciated. I was treated like shit. You know, um, I was just nothing but an, it was like an assembly line. So then I told Bobby about it. He's like, well, quit. Work for, let's work here. Let's work together, right? I can use your creative like you to do this and that. No work. Uh, I got you, bro. Anything you need for school, I got you. Like, don't worry, bro. I got you. Like, just leave that place and come here and make the best off of this, right? So anyways, so I was talking to the people there and they're like i guess they didn't want me to leave so they gave me a raise and then so i came <laughs> i told bobby right and then so what had to be my two weeks extended for three weeks four weeks and then a month and then bobby finally tells me like dude i, I i'm questioning if i can trust you because of your inconsistency <laughs> granted he didn't say what was he talking about right uh-huh. but he just left it like that and then he he backed off he was like you know what i'm sorry i'm having a bad day a couple of days later, <laughs> right, I had, like a, like, a little panic attack at work, right? And I was, like, I felt very caged, and I was, like, because I was supposed to get out at a certain time, and they were, like, no, we need you to stay to this time. And I was just, like, fuck, I need someone to come here to the spa and open up, you know, because we had a float that day. Not only that, but I already had already this mindset of how many stuff I had to do here for, for myself, for work, and for school. And I was just, like, and they, they keep on trapping me. I'm trying to leave what they want. And I, I thought I had an asthma attack, but it was a, a panic attack, right? And I just left. And, you know, and I went to Bobby's, and I was talking to him. And I was like, Bobby, I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry that, you know, what it reminded me of is, you know, taking Bobby to go see my ex-girlfriend all the time. You know, or this girlfriend that I'm dating that I'm constantly complaining about, that she's cheating on me and all this stuff. And I tell Bobby, and Bobby's like, dude, just leave her. You know, like, yeah. leave her. Here, here, this, here's this girl. Who meet, meet this girl. She really loves you, and you love her, you know. But I'm still taking Bobby, like, look, you know. And then Bobby's like, dude, it's so fucking disrespectful because I'm over here trying to help you, right? <laughs> but anyways, what he did there was, was pretty amazing because he just said inconsistency, right? 
And because of the inconsistency, he's questioning if he trusts me. And within that, he, he gave it all, he left it all up to me, to my perception. Right? And, well. and that was just my, yeah, you can argue free will, right? So then, push free will. <laughs> yeah. And then, so within my reality, whatever I experienced, I knew exactly what he was talking about because he gave me the opportunity to realize it on my own. Right? He didn't push that ideology down my throat. He was just, he told it that and he backed away. And, but he didn't change the way he was with me. He was like, you know what, bro, I'm sorry. I love you, right? Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's work on this. He just let it be, mm. right? But that stuck to me, right? Because this is like, okay, I wonder what you meant by that. But, you know, as time progressed, I was patient, composed, and I see what, what he meant. And finally, I saw it, you know, like, Bobby, I'm sorry I'm an asshole, right? <laughs> and I think, and that's one of the things that I'm just like, this is very important for me because... No matter, and see, this is an amazing thing about having amazing people in your life is like, no matter how much you fucked up, like, I guess everybody understands that we're human and we just try, like, we're not going to be like, you know what, you fucked up, I don't trust you, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just like, dude, you fucked up, you know, we know you can be better, so be better. Yeah. You know, my bad, yeah, I am going to be better. But if I fuck up again, it's okay. But, I mean, just know that we expect better. You know, I think, um, I appreciate you saying that, bro. Um, but, um, it's uh, a lot of the things that I think we do as human beings because we are social creatures. Um, I think it's in our biology and in our psyche and in every aspect of the, like, the human experience that it's tied into us that we need a community and we have this innate intention to help like others, like no matter whether it's animals or people. And um, I think it's something that it's really normal for for people but i think there's a lot of things that we forget mm -hmm. or that are there for distractions and reminders about how we don't possess that right um and like ultimately when it comes down to it it's like um because you because we are social creatures you depend on others right that's what a tribe a tribe is like when you think of like where human beings came from with the hunter and gatherer um, periods where, you know, we're very extended in, in that hit part of history and humans. Um, think about this, like males and females. The reason why, well, we know that men are very practical, right? We have a problem, we discuss a possible solution, and then we do the solution very straight, right? That's why back then when uh, men were gatherers, they would hunt. So it's like, all right, what are we going to kill today, guys? We're going to go kill that cheetah. How are we going to kill it with these things? What's the plan? Boom, boom, boom. All right, let's fucking do it. You get it, you get the reward, you bring it back. Uh, to provide security and comfort, which then the feminism or the 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 feminine side of it is they stay back and they guard what you're working for, right? For them was the homes, the, the stability, the kids, and then they would gather. They would gather fruits, berries. They would gather information so that they could share it with their partners. And they used to stay up at night when the men were sleeping. If they heard a noise, women were the one that would, like, come up see what it is, and then if there was a threat, they would wake up the males, like, hey, there's a threat. Because there's, it's like a codependency, right? Mm -hmm. It's an understanding based on reciprocity. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. So because we are based on that tribal instinct, oh, let me finish this thought. So because women are like um, gatherers of information, think about this, women, um, when they meet other women, they ask a lot of questions. And at that point, women will always assess to whether they can trust a woman or not. Because think about, like, when it comes to women, 
because they are just like males, right? We have like certain um, understanding of things. Um, women nowadays, when they go through your phone or they're like curious about what you're doing, it's because they're protecting the same thing mm-hmm. or they're gathering information. Oh, dude, I'm ranting so much. Um, but if a woman does not trust another woman, like they get like exed, like I don't trust you, I can't share information with you because they gather information back then. This is the equivalent of, like, modern times to, you know, women gather information from other women. If they don't get the information, they don't trust them. Like how the expert researchers on your social media and shit. Yeah. And, yeah, and there's, um, damn, that is, there's a lot of shit to that, bro. Never thought about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're the ones that are excelling in the social media platforms, women. Well, yeah, they're better to look at. Yeah. Just period. So they already have the advantage. I mean, think about it. Like, the man had to risk getting killed for, for food. For all to sacrifice for the woman and the family. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, they had to be really beautiful to look at. I mean, we protect all things that are beautiful and, and to yeah, us, subjectively. I mean, the, women, the women were risking childbirth mm-hmm. way back then. Dude, hardcore. Dude, I've seen um, I've seen yeah. women give birth, and that shit is powerful, bro. Dude, you know what? You know the science I just found out not too long ago that I think this is a beautiful thing about evolution, mm-hmm. that I read that human uh, women's hips, are, just big enough right now, perfect size for them to run. If they were any bigger, they wouldn't be able to move, as much as they do. So the way they evolved even the hips, to bear children and to be able to run and walk and all that. It's just perfect. Yeah. 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 Dude, nature is perfect. And it's all with a, like, and, I, and it, another thing that blows my mind is, like, the whole Big Bang Theory. How everything was just exactly as the distance as it should be. The Earth from the sun, the Earth from the moon, the Earth from all the planets. Everything is, it's perfect yeah space out even the way the big bang if you believe in that the way the explosion well, happened was there no nothingness before the big bang? <laughs> but dude how does anybody know though like how can you prove that just based on Mathematics? i mean quantum physics uh, that's fucking like crazy measurement like, just... but see we measure we measure an autumn because like everything else the, the universe has its fingerprints everywhere uh dna like we do yeah we look at a dna and we can see all about us the way we began to the way that we're basically gonna die right you can see if you're gonna get cancer you're probably gonna die of cancer you have a risk of height like all the six sicknesses or you know you know you can i'm pretty sure they can kind of get a, an idea of when how long you're gonna live based on your dna and what your relatives were where you came from and all that stuff your dna dna says everything so the universe has to have the dna so what's the dna for the universe is an autumn the quantum particles? The, the quantum particles of an atom, yeah. Because even, I think, the, from the nucleus to, like, the protons and electrons and all that, the distance between the nucleus and that is also on the same, about the same distance where, I'm like, we are from the sun, you know? Oh, it's like it's all, uh, like, the scalar model, like... Yeah, it's ratios. almost like the golden ratio, right? Yeah. The Fibonacci sequence. The, the threes and it's three sixes and nines. And I told you about that. In in uh, geometry. Well, I've never uh, 
understood those. No, okay, I've so only heard about all right, so okay, so think about geometry, right? Mm-hmm. We'll talk because right now it's very s- simple. You think about a a, a perfect right angle, mm-hmm. ninety degrees, mm-hmm. nine plus zero. Oh yeah, well I've been through those. And then one eighty, one eighty and three sixty and even like five forty, seven twenty. With colors, with 1, colors like uh, everything yeah. needs to nine. Like even with colors like red. I don't remember like the exact frequency, but like the frequency that red vibrates at, if you add up the numbers, you get nine also. Yeah. And, like same with orange, yellow. Oh, sh- dude. And then, I just had a DMT flash with you guys talking about yeah. that. And then, <laughs> no, and, I swear, bro. And then there's this oh other one. There's this God. other one with, with numbers. If you write the numbers three times each, one, one, one is three. Mm-hmm. Three, three, three is nine. Mm-hmm. Nine, 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 it's 18. Nine. You know, one plus eight is nine. You know, you, it's a sequence. Mm-hmm. And then you have two, 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 six. Mm-hmm. Six plus six, 12. One plus two, three. three. Was a, like, when I was a kid, dude, the number three fucked me up. Yeah, so. These. I started yeah. discovering these, like, on my own, like, seeing them. And then Just, three. Like, yeah, two, two, twos, you know. So what is three, that? Three, but three, what three, is, nine. okay, what do you, so I get that, three but what are they... But what does that mean, though? Like, three is everywhere. Okay, so it's a number, a symbol that's, that's that everywhere. The triad, the, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You know, everything works in pairs of threes. Yeah, in my opinion. The mastermind is, is three number. minds, huh? In my opinion, like, uh, three is, like, the most powerful well, number. Th- three, I have, like, no proof. Well, three is supposed to be the life, the uh, number of life. Right? Because you have the mom, the son, the, you know, the, the mom, the father, the son. The Father, the, the Holy child. Spirit, you know, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You have yeah. life, Spirit, mind, body. Yeah, life, uh, birth, and death. You know, you have everything works in threes. Mm-hmm. Like everything, everything you possibly can think of works in threes. Yeah, the perfect mastermind is three people. Um, so everything just works in threes, and that's not to get a weird OCD and obsession over threes. But it's just it's impo- I think it's important to know like the importance of tree of threes. Yeah, I've had uh, which one call? OCD for threes. Yeah. 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 That's and it's crazy. like it's not like disruptive or like negative in my life. It's just like. But does it blow your mind every time you see, you see it? Still. Not anymore. No. Because I know like when to look for it. But do you feel like, like, like to expect it? When you get anxious and you see a three, does it relieve your anxiety? Uh, then there you go. Then it's a coping mechanism, and I I yeah, completely exactly. support that. I completely support that. It beats getting drunk and <laughs> like, should I do it? Look at the time. If the numbers add up to three, go for it. Oh, that's like, perfect, man. Whatever you need to. Damn, that's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> that's dude. You know what I do when when it comes to that? It's just like if I'm scared to do something, and I realize that I'm scared, I'll do it because uh, yeah, I hate being scared. A, I just learned that. Like, yeah. Less than like, and that was a that was the whole thing with psychedelics and all that. That it, I heard about the experience and it scared me. So I was like, just because I'm scared, I have to try it. It, and remember I told you, if you're scared of something, it deserves your respect. Yeah, fuck yeah. Dude, I really need to take a shit. <laughs> Go, bro. Just gonna throw that out there. Go to the raps yeah. and throw that <laughs> out, guys. Guys, if you guys are wondering where Obi's at, he's taking a shit. Um, hey, you ever heard of the Fibonacci sequence? Oh, expl- explain it to me. So, um. If anybody is an expert on this, I'm going to butcher this, so don't judge me. But it's like, 
But you, you explain it to your own terms. Your well, own terms. What, so you, like what, the, it, what it means to you. It's also, I mean, it's just basically based on the principles right now, like on numerology and how everything is just able to compress down into one, uh, ones and zeros. Oh. But it's like this... Um, here, I got to read it to you, bro, because I think right now I'm too high to... <laughs> but it's an interesting thing. Fibonacci... Dude, I wonder we're blowing up her ears. I'm listening. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can hear everything. But I, I do want her to do this podcast. I, I really do, Eleni, want you to do because I, I you want know what you to though, continue journalism. Like, right now it's free form, but if you do have like a good, um, kind of like an agenda going into it, you can get a lot of good shit done. And yeah. And I was and I was telling Bobby, like, your, your record list is so credible because you've interviewed Beth O'Rourke, Dr. Natalicio. You've done a lot of the local business owners and even people that are celebrities. Like, you have a. If we were to make a website for you or a channel and based on all your credentials, and you know you have this, you can invite people like, say I don't know like a politician that's running somewhere in El Paso. You know, come can you can you have a podcast with me? They see this room where it's professionally done. They see your credentials, and you have a conversation with them. And based on whatever it is that you want to do your journalism on, but I know how much respect you have for journalism, which is why I'm constantly encouraging you to do it, mm-hmm. because she always complains about how uh, journalism is now. That it, what, what what do you call it? How do I call it? Mm. The what you were talking about the prospector, and I'm not talking shit about we're not talking shit about the prospector, but it's very biased, right? It's oh, becoming yeah, very yeah, yeah, biased. Yeah, yeah. But all news or but that type of... Yeah, so, so basically what she wants to do is just a very um, open... Yeah, basic, just free-form, free journalism. Make your decision after the interview kind of thing. And not m- manipulate the interviewer or interviewee with questions that will fit your bias. And that's where I think journalism went wrong, right? That you're trying to make these people, bully, you know, trap into this idea to either glorify them or or, or um well see like it's funny because that it's all based on duality too mm-hmm. like even that all that's based on psychology well i mean okay so say for example i am i'm a journalist right I'm, I'm melanie and you are somebody who's a president or running candidate for ubi uh, andrew yang. you're andrew yang right i could i mean you can go into a liberal fox news who's extremely conservative and be like we don't need ubi you know, okay, like free market is the best market. It's best. We proved before. It's made so many jobs. Uh, you know, the, the top three percent are the reasons why everybody has jobs, and you can drive a really nice car to work. You know, they can argue everything, but only to make your point seem wrong. So, say now you're um, NBC or ABC. The, what's the liberal news? Are they democratic? Liberal. More liberal. And say you're Donald Trump and you go to one of those news stations, they're going to antagonize you, right? Because right. you don't fit their ideology. So, say... Fake news. Fake news, right? <laughs> so, so if, say, you're, you're that president arguing UBI, um, I'm not going to say whether I'm liberal or conservative or anything. What I'm going to be asking you is, so, what do you see here in the United States that's been the biggest issue? You say it. Why do you think that is? And you say your opinion. 
And how do you think what you're proposing is going to actually help? And then you say that. So you have all these questions that basically is, well, and how do you think that's going to happen? How are you going to you know, approach different demographics of people that don't agree with you? you know, so you give them the opportunity to say exactly who they are and how, what they mean without you know, um, put, pushing down your biases down their throat. Yeah. And you give the general public, you know what? I do agree with him. Even though I'm Republican, like, this guy makes a lot of sense. You know, maybe he is the best candidate, you know? But it's based off an interview that was just get to know me and my, you know, my ideology rather than, you know, how are you going to fit this ideology? Or how are you going to be forced for not to get into office because you don't fit any ideology? Yeah. You ever heard of uh, Edward Bernays? Mm-hmm. Edward Bernays is a nephew of uh, Segment Freud. Oh, okay. And Edward Bernays, at the age of like 22, he was uh, being hired by a lot of uh, world organizations, including governments. Oh, she's going to ta- she's gonna talk to you right now about communication theory. He was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, go for it. Uh, I don't know what that is, so. All right. Well, hold on. So let me. So Edward Bernays is a really interesting character. He's uh, he basically created what's called the um, School of Public Relations, and he's known as like the father of propaganda. He wrote several books. One of them is called Crystallizing Public Opinion. The other one is called Propaganda. And in these books, he... um, So look, Edward Bernays wrote... um, this book called Propaganda, and I think it was in 1928, early. But anyways, this guy basically created the whole school, like an actual program that you can follow down to the T, and you would have like the power over masses, like that you would you can basically like through propaganda you can persuade people to do, to not to do, to think, to not to think, and to think what to think about. Um, so Edward Bernays is a huge player in, the, in like, the world history of how propaganda and what you're talking about right now, like how information is disseminated and why and who and based on all that. See, the propaganda thing is too, it's like we see that all the time, right? Propaganda. Yeah. Oh, well, wait, 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 wait. So really quick. Um, I want to read that book. Edward Bernays was, or this book called Propaganda was like the number one book, and it was almost like a blueprint for the prime minister of the Nazi regime, Joseph Goebbels. Off of reading this book and going off a lot of the stuff, how to use it, he used it to um, brainwash, not brainwash, but basically to influence the German people to accept the Holocaust, to accept all the changes that were coming, accept going to war. Um, And this guy also, Edward Bernays, he worked for like the... um, tobacco companies, big pharmaceutical companies. So, I mean, this guy would get hired by um, prime ministers, by presidents on how to how to um, basically infiltrate, like, the masses through... Um, huh? Against? No, well, this guy, but, like, he would convince, like, he would uh, basically get hired to convince the masses to go to war, to accept, like, uh, a certain political change, like, all through propaganda. Yeah, dude, that guy was he like he he died like at 104 years old, but um, he was um, a really interesting guy that 
understood psychology at the, I guess at the, in the context of like how it can greatly influence like society and, you know, and it's crazy, man, because if you have like power over people's psychology or their mind, that's a lot of power. That's a lot of power. And that's why like news agencies, whether, you know, whatever they are, like they all, what they're fighting for is attention. Think about it. Like even like like uh, Facebook, social media, Instagram, all these things. Like, what they really sell is like people's attention. An opportunity to get attention. Yeah, and um, that's been for, like it's been designed for us to socially accept that. Like it's the norm for everyone. Um, and it's downloaded through propaganda of like big corporations and. Hey, but you know what? Um, a lot of people I know, like, I'm sure you heard this argument that a lot of people claim, like, you know, technology is bad and, like, a lot of people are addicted to their phones. Um, and the more that you, I've heard that, like, the more that I look for that, like, it's funny, watch, tomorrow when you go driving and you're at a red light, look at the person that's sitting right next to you. Okay. Chances are that, like, within the first, like, five or ten seconds of them pulling over, like, they're going to go straight down to your phone. Right. Because like whether it's like for a text or an update or email, whatever, like there's this constant need to know or to feel like somebody wants your attention or something needs your attention. So you become addicted to this thing. Right. Where like this has the phone has now become an extended version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You wake up to it. You go to sleep with it like you're always on it. And it's like something that we do. Yeah. (laughs) Like imagine this. Like, for example, let's say tomorrow you're running late and you go to work. And you're, like, 20 minutes away from your home, and you're, like, five minutes away from your job. And you realize you forgot your phone at home. What do you do? Do you go back and get it, or you just go to work? Go back if you need it for work, you go no, back. No, fuck. Everybody would go back, would dude. Go because back. to th- imagine being without your phone, like, just, yeah. like, for no reason, like, right now for, like, the next four days. Yeah, like, I said I was going to take a shit, and the first thing I do is grab my phone. Bro, it's crazy, <laughs> yeah. like, how... How, um... And, I mean, I hate to use the words hooked, but, like, how it's become such a huge part of our lives. Well, I mean, it's like that with clothing. Also, how so? We don't need clothing. Oh. Uh, yeah. without it most, from what I know. You know how you convince people to think that they need clothing in different colors and shapes and styles? <laughs> it's through propaganda. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Birth control, it's downloading. Yeah. Um, this guy got hired by a president to um, here in the in the states. I think it was Wilson hired him to help convince the American people to go to war. And sure enough, within a couple of months of this guy coming on board um, for the campaign, like it was like they were going to war because you have to convince people like to go to war. It's crazy, like how now, man. Like when you think about um. Dude, I'm a huge fan of, like, history. Not history, primarily World War II and those times because I feel like there's a lot of um, stuff that came out from that era. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great book called The Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Do you... Uh, I was about to ask no. a stupid question. <laughs> Obi, Obi, well, do you listen... Do you audible or do you actually read? And, like, do you like to hold books and read them? Or, like, how do you do your reading? Uh, I haven't done reading that much in the past like couple months but anyway like recently it's been more convenient to listen yeah but like 
there's um, this yeah, book, Man's Search, uh, Man Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. He, Viktor Frankl was... Um, he began practicing in psychiatry in uh, Holland. And when the Nazis took over and raided it, and they started putting people in the concentration camps, um, he got picked up and was sent to a concentration camp. And in the concentration camp, and he was like in four or five different ones, including uh, Auschwitz, which was like one of the worst concentration camps in the Holocaust. And um, this guy, um, Franco, basically served as a medical doctor. So, like, he didn't practice mental health or psychiatry, but he was, like, the general doctor for regular shit, right? Um, so, of course, he got to see, like, he was a prisoner of war himself, but then he was a doctor to the prisoners. So, because he was a psychiatrist and, you know, huge on psychology, he was able to observe the human experience of these people that, you know, were going through such a horrible... Yeah. And so, what he talks about, or what he writes about in the book is his... Um, he created this thing called logotherapy. In psychology, in psych, uh, psychology, it's called logotherapy. And basically, it means that, um, like, having a meaning in life will give you the, sh- the ability to basically withstand all suffering or any yeah. suffering. Something is, something is always worth, like, the suffering that you're going through. Mm-hmm. And he was able to get to this, develop this, um, essentially, like, this theory because... He was able to, um, he recognized that the people that died first in, like, the concentration camps were not the people that, um, the, that, you know, that were hungry or sick or, you know, came down with some really bad diseases. Um, the people that ended up dying first were the people that had no hope. Like, they'd lost all hope. Like, they were in there and, like, fuck, like, they just saw their family get murdered or, you know, like, I mean, just think about that type of time. And they went in there with no hope. And by um, having no hope, do you have, like, no meaning, like, no life. Mm-hmm. So in life, if you find something, like, that is worth a lot or that it's meaningful or your purpose in life, quote, unquote, then all the suffering that you experience through it can be um, mitigated. mitigated, basically. And also, like, if you have no hope, you have, like, you're super vulnerable. Yeah. I feel like... If you have, like, an end point that you don't have to meet, but, like, you're headed towards there, then, like, I'm picturing life like a bunch of paths, like, kind of, like, strands of hair. But mm-hmm. it's, like, if you have no hope, then there's nothing tying those strands at the other side. But it's, like, uh, if you have hope, then they're all... You can take any... You can travel through any path. Got you. They'll all lead to the same... Some stability. Yeah. They'll all lead to the same location. Uh, like, if you have no hope then you can travel on any path and you can end up anywhere. Like, you, you don't. Yeah. Dude, that's a really interesting way to... Yeah. Because think about it. Everything, all life is predicated is on hope. Right? Like, think about it. Like, right now, like, you, we, we're going to leave and we hope that we can get in our car and hope that we can make it home. Because we're going with the actual act that something might happen. Murphy's yeah. Law, right? Mm-hmm. So... But you still take that risk, and it's hope, bro. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I just got mind blown. Oh, fuck, bro. Obi just went hard. Damn. And all he said was like four words, bro. It just blew my mind. <laughs> dude. What did I say? Nah, you missed it, Alex. I'm just kidding. It's, um, 
Talk about if you have no hope, you have no life. I was talking. Uh, did I tell you about Victor Franco, Man Search for Meaning? Yeah, what is it? Pathology? What is it? Well, logo therapy. And I explained to him what logo therapy is and how he developed that theory. Oh, during the, Jew- the Holocaust. Well, him like yeah, observing it from a prisoner of war. And have you read the book? Yeah, I have that. I Dude, do you like, do? Yeah, because it's a type of. Uh, Let me write it for you. No, I have. I wrote a paper. You can. You oh, can you read wrote it. a paper yeah. on it. Um, it's because it's it's one of the practices that you use in psychotherapy, Bro. along with existentials. Victor Frankel is a must read, guys. It's, dude, I read the, I've read that book like four times and I've cried like two. Yeah, I remember the first time I <laughs> cried. The it? first time I wrote, uh, the first time I was reading it, I had it in a book, and I remember we're on a trip, we're on our way to Miami. There's another book really good called A Man's Search for Himself. By who? Um, I forget, but it's also like a Jewish. Oh, nice. And it's, probably, it's very similar to that. All right, cool. But, um, yeah, I, it's uh, basically um, when you hit rock bottom, it's usually when you find your meaning, right? There's nothing left. Damn, and either you find it or you don't. Like, you're fucking out. Yeah. Do you think about the people that um, have the ability to commit suicide? Can I go back to that real quick? Because I was like, kind of. That what? Because that was kind of weird. Like how you said, when you hit rock bottom, that's when you find meaning. And I said there's nothing left. So like the only thing left is nothing. But earlier you said God is nothing. Yeah. So it's like the only thing you have remaining is God. Oh (laughs) my God, bro. That's what I'm saying. Nothing is God. Yeah. Can we put that on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt? Oh, that was fucking awesome, Obi. See, and this is where. Yeah, this is where. That's deep, bro. Yeah, because it's so simple too. Oh my god! It's simplicity. That simplicity is its brilliance. You to come up with this shit. (laughs) It's all there. Everything is already there for you. Like I said, us humans, we overcomplicate everything to be this. You know, Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky. Theodor Dostoevsky. 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 Yeah. Dude, that guy is some good shit too, bro. Uh, Russian liter- literature. Right? Dude, I love Dostoevsky. Yeah. He talks about uh, suffering and how basically what the Buddha says is like to suffer is to live. But he does it in such a way in narratives that you understand all perspective. Yeah. Whether it's a bad bro. guy or the good guy. It's like, basically, it's like the story of the human being that, yeah, like, always finds a way to self-sabotage because it's in our nature to suffer. Yeah. Yeah, we suffer just to... Feel something, Yeah, almost, because, like, there's this uh, book, too, I don't know who wrote it, but I think it was... uh, We're addicted to feeling, just feeling in general. Hey, you know what I was tripping on last night? I don't know what I was actually tripping on, but I had this thought... Um, what was I on? Because I was super high. I was laying in bed, and I just remember, like, thinking, like, I felt my dog on my toes, right? And then I was thinking, I'm like, how crazy that right now I'm not moving, nothing is happening, but yet in my somewhere, I can understand that there is something touching me down there, right? Like, so feeling, think about, like, what is feeling? I mean, you can describe it or like explain it with words but like what is it what is really like I have a theory on that too but you were going to say something first you forgot or what he said you suffer to know oh yeah do you suffer uh, to know oh my god bro that's an <laughs> so elab- elaborate on that can I please can you elaborate that? that it's because 
I don't know who said the saying like to know is to suffer, but it's like well that's it goes back to the whole the the cliche right the ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. To not know is to be happy, and to know is to know everything that you wish you would have known nothing, which you know God. Do we right? suffer to know? Hold on, so that intelligence entity that's moving around and stuff. Organism. It's just like the entity of suffering? Organism. Organism? So that's like the suffering is the organism? No, no, intelligence is an organism. Uh, suffering is a byproduct. Or maybe it's necessary to grow. Right? It's almost like child labor. Child labor is suffering, but it's necessary for life. Is it suffering? Yeah, I mean, doesn't it hurt? Do you suffer a lot? Do women suffer a lot when they're giving birth? I've never given birth. Oh, you no, said child I, I, uh, <laughs> I was thinking child labor, then, like, you take your kid into work at, like, 12 years old. <laughs> like, child labor. Are you sure we're talking about the same thing, Obi? <laughs> Like, you're, you're coming up with these philosophical breakthroughs, and you're probably talk, thinking about something literal, and Bobby's over here like... Because <laughs> you said child labor is suffering, so I was picturing, like, that's why it's illegal. Because oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm talking about, like, child labor, like, like, child like bearing birth. children is suffering, right? Like, even that's, the whole pregnancy. They, I mean, that's, I mean, obviously, I've never given birth, but I mean, women if, who have you, you're, you're, you're having like a seven pound object coming out of your vagina and it's expanding. Um, this is, well, I think that's relative though. Yeah. Like, okay, I, okay, I'm just assuming I'm not a girl. I'm not, I'm not a girl. I'm not a girl anything. I'm, this is just assuming, which is really, really bad to do. But I'm just assuming that child pregnancy and labor is painful and it's a lot of suffering. Because not only that, you have to give up a lot of yourself as a woman to do, right? What do you mean? A lot of freedom, like, oh, like, to like, to yeah, bear the yeah, human, to bear the human form. So you give up of your suffer of losing yourself. That's why a lot of women get insecure, right? Mm-hmm. During pregnancy and all that. So, to intelligence to be be giving birth, it's like bearing children. It's extremely painful, and you have to go through adversity to grow. You have to, and and these adversities are the more. It's like the more painful, the better, right? Yeah. So and you you build endurance, resilience, and bravery, courage, confidence, and all that. So, I guess I'm making that analogy that because intelligence reproduces itself, the suffering part of it is growing, right, or bearing mm. bearing its children or. And oh, oh, I need to I need to continue to stop. I was Bobby here. I don't know what Bobby's doing. He's probably catching flies out there. <laughs> okay. What's what? I think that's my cue. I to go home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's not a, she's not a night, night owl like us. I am, but not when you work so yeah. many well, days in a row. Dude, I would fucking leave a long time ago, wouldn't you? I'm just kidding. I would sleep. You want to go home and sleep? Yeah, go sleep. I just made it. I could sleep in the morning. In the morning. Hey, dude, how did you go from... Um, did you actually... You worked as an engineer? Mm-hmm. And you just said, like, fuck that. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Bro, that's, like... I love that. Yeah, because... 
She puts the mic like, hey, you're going to talk. You have to talk into the mic. When I went back to study something completely different, I don't know how many times I heard, like, you know, maybe I, sh- I don't like my job. I don't like the, what I study. Maybe I should do that. I'm like, why not? And they think it's too late or it's, it's, they waste, like, they need to continue what yeah. they spend so much time in my Dude, that's so I'm sad. Like, why? Like, you don't have hope. No, There's no hope. Like, There's no <laughs> hope. Dude, it's true, though. They don't trust themselves, too. Yeah. There's no philosophy. Hope is philosophy. Because it all starts with, like, hope. But what is hope? Because it's different to everybody. Anyways, sorry, yeah, No, it's fine. I'm just, I mean, I would encourage every, anyone to, you don't love, like, what you studied, your job. Who cares how much time money you spend? Fuck, just, yeah. And they have, like, that stop. fear. Because I have that fear, like, oh, my God, I'm never going to have money for the rest of my life. And it's like, come on, guy. Come on, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guy. Well, it's, it's what I told you that Bobby taught me, right? It's like there's more than one way to make money. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, there's always... That's I don't know. I had, I had that downloaded for a little bit. Dude, that's like, dope, though, man. And look at... You know, before you got here, Obi and I were, were hanging out, and I was showing him the camo wheel, and I was taking out the canvas because I kind of had the idea of what I wanted to do. And I looked, remember, I looked at Kobe, and I'm like, dude, aren't we lucky? Like, like you know, we work. We, we have a little much freedom. We're... We're doing, like, we're potentially going to capitalize on this. It's something we love to do. I'm painting while I'm smoking. And the in the pipe that my boss and my <laughs> business partner, potential business partner, does DMT on. Oh, shit. Right? Like, while my significant other is going to come and join in this very deep conversation from, like, you know, it's just like we have so much freedom where we can stay open here and just do this. There's right? so much hope. I was like, yeah, this, this is, I can feel, that's all I saw, bro, I was hoping this room, I'll walk you out, and it's cool, because like, hope is potential, and potential is God, so then hope also is God.